Welcome back in Cougar Sports Saturday, getting you ready for BYU and Texas Tech basketball. And who better to break down the matchup than head coach Mark Pope? Here's the coach talking with the media about what he expects facing this Texas Tech team. Man, what a game last night! It was unbelievable. This team's playing so hard. They're they're you know another really good team. They're first place in the Big Twelve. That's hard to do, right? And so um, a great, clearly a you know a great college environment. Um, with that uh, are dangerous at every position, and it's going to be an incredible challenge for us. Is there any similarities to maybe like St. Mary's in the past in terms of tempo with these guys? McCaslin's had some slower-paced teams at, in his career. You know, it's interesting because they're fully capable of having some, uh, getting some real pace into the game. The tempo is, you know, it's, it's interesting because you have like um, 1.3 seconds separate teams from 60 to 270 so it can be it can be a little deceiving um, but certainly they have uh, their their you know what they are is um, in transition and then in half court they have five guys on the floor that can really really cut that really really understand each other that really really play off each other really well so in that sense yeah good team has the Big 12 kind of started the way you thought it was? Because like half the teams are two and two, the best yeah. teams are three and one, the worst teams one and three. Like, yeah, is it as balanced as you thought it was going to be? I don't know, man. It's like I'm just as new to this as you guys are. It's um, it's it's it couldn't be any more fun. Like I, I think that's probably the part that's. Um, I just think it's just as awesome that you just get to do this every single night. It's so cool. So I don't know how I thought it was going to shake down. Um, and you know that's the crazy thing is you don't know what's going to happen in the next four games. You know there might be a bunch of seven and one teams, or it might all be four and fours. You just, you just, it's hard to know. Um, but you look at what Central Florida's done in their four games. It's, I don't know how you illustrate parity any better than they've done, and what you know, what Johnny's been able to do with that group. So it's fun. What have been some of the early thoughts on this the baseball schedule in terms of like the Tuesday, Saturday setup, like yeah. what have been some of the challenges that come with quick turnarounds and tra- excessive travel? What's your thoughts on you that? know, it's what we've been used to in league is we've been used to playing Thursday, Saturday, and then you kind of breathe Sunday and regroup Monday and kind of get back to scout work on Tuesday. So you have this built-in break. This deal just doesn't stop. It's so good. I love, I love the Tuesday, Saturday. I-, I love it so much because it's just there's no like Sunday, Monday breath time. It's it's um, and I don't know. I, I dig I dig the whole thing. It's it's uh, it's pretty cool. You know, it's interesting for us because every Tuesday game is just a, a full one day prep because um, we don't do you know we don't do any work on Sunday and so. Um, but I don't know. I worked this Tuesday, so let's hopefully it keeps working. Coach, what did make Richie Saunders so competitive? Yeah, like I I how can you not love Richie Saunders, right? His his he he knows one speed. Like we say that about guys, but he literally only knows one speed, for good and for bad. Like you know, he picked up two fouls on twenty two shooting the ball last game, almost back to back, and it was just like because he just can't slow it down. He can't turn it off. I take that problem every single time. Like he's really special. Uh, he just. Um, you talk about a guy that vomits his whole heart and soul out on the floor every single game. It's pretty cool. And um, there's no coach in America that w- would not do anything they could to have Richie Saunders on their roster because he just, um, he just, you know, 
exactly what you're getting energy and intensity wise every single game. And what's been fun to watch him is his his understanding of the game, his discipline in the game, all those things have um, his effectiveness. You know, his offensive efficiency continues to be off the charts. Um, has all grown so much, so he's really, really getting better. But to have a guy with a that motor that's really constant that like never goes away is pretty special. With how well Tuesday played out against Iowa State, you want to just keep Jackson Robinson in the starting lineup moving forward for for this group? Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like I'm not. I'm not a. You know. I think. I think probably players and families worry more about starting lineup than than we do. You know, for most of the season, Jax was coming off the bench and was playing the most minutes and had the most shots and all the stuff, right? And so, um, and coming off the bench, he worked himself into the mid-first round of, you know, some draft projections, and that was all coming off the bench. And so, um, I don't know. I think I, I, I just, you know, there's so many little pieces of – um, nuanced conversations that go into kind of rotations and how you do things. For example, you know we've 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 had this a lot our first few years here. Where we we're kind of rotating through a starting two that would move to the point guard position, where we had to play our starting two. You know, probably get him out by the first media so that he could go in fresh at the point, the second media, because you didn't want him playing eight straight minutes and then being thrust into the point guard position, playing minutes eight to 12, right? Um, that's really hard. And so um, we just kind of pieced it together. But uh, Jackson proved he's great starting coming off the bench, uh, as well as I think all of our guys have started and come off the bench. You do expect Trevor Novak, who's back for Saturday, coach? Um, Trev had a workout this morning and he was much, much better. So, um, it's, he's going to be day to day. And so is, so is Foose. Foose, uh, just did a really light workout yesterday. Um, and like Foose is kind of in that space where it's, uh, he's probably, I don't know, guys, 85, 90, 90, 95% on this hamstring. It just is, it's just scary, right? Because, you know, it's. It's a fragile piece of hardware. It's like a groin, right? It's just as so we're kind of going to keep dancing and figure it out. Um, you know, I got clearance for him to play literally right as we tipped off on Saturday, but I was just nervous. I, you know, I was, uh, yeah, I, I, so, um, but we need him certainly in this league and on the road and all the stuff. All right, taking the break. On the other side, we'll get to the three-pointer, a deep dive into the matchup between BYU and Texas Tech as we get closer to a Big 12 battle down in Lubbock.